What? Matt, what the hell are you doing here? It's time for me to open the store. Have you been here all night? Oh, I don't I don't remember what wait wait, wait a minute. The killer Teletubby! Matt, what the f there's no the, there's the purple one! There's no such thing it as It was a, attacking me! It must have bought me on my head! There's no such thing as a killer teletubby. I have this note from the manufacturer right here that says this teletubby is in no way a murderous revenant that's out for your blood. May, may I see the note? No. Good evening, Mr. Matt Awkward. Hello. How are you doing today? Fantastic. That is lovely to hear. I'm very excited to be here with you to talk about one of my all-time favorite films, Dolls. Yes, it is a good movie. It is absolutely wonderful, and you can see why it spawned so goddamn many Puppet Master movies to come after it <laughs> when, <laughs> you know... It's probably so good. I mean, I don't really know what there is to say. So I guess we'll see you guys yeah, we'll next just, week. That's I mean, it. <laughs> Dolls is great. Check Dolls it out, everybody. Out. Good night. Um, <laughs> I don't have much to ridicule. It's But it's crazy <laughs> that this is like, um, this was one of those Charles Band show you the posters movies yep. too, which is fucking nuts it, because it's so good. Again, it's like, it's like finding out that Reanimator was like a, well, we had a head on a table and a guy behind it and we just made a movie. <laughs> I do feel like w that one scene that the poster, you know, the scene in the movie that the poster yeah. is based on almost seems shoehorned in just to and it is make that poster. Yeah, that's like one nonsensical thing. Like, yeah, that was uh, that was Brian Usna was like, it has to be in there. Yeah, we're not going to we're not going to not have the eyeball thing. Yeah. So so he made sure that that showed up. I think it's creepy as hell. Oh, it's cool. But I mean, it doesn't make any sense, really. <laughs> I do have something to ridicule. <laughs> there's, I mean, there's a lot about this movie that is kind of confusing. It's, I love the fact that it's a fairy tale. It's a morality oh, it's a play. Yeah. It's like all of these things. And it's like, it, it just, it works from beginning to end. All the actors are stellar. There's like, I don't think there's a single moment of this movie that I was like, oh, that. Yep. Like, just everything is great. To me, it feels almost like a uh, like an Are You Alone in the Dark? I mean, Are, are You Afraid of the Dark yeah. kind of episode. Oh, it does. With a bloodbath. <laughs> right. And uh, apparently, it was supposed to be a lot bloodier, too. And it, and it got a ton of trimmed down. Yeah, it, I would love to see that. Yeah, I guess there was kind of an arguing argument between Band and Gordon and Tone. Band wanted more of the puppet bloody, and Gordon, I think, wanted more of the fairy tale. Interesting. Dark kind of... That's, Almost kid's story. <laughs> that's shocking that Gordon was the one that was, like, not on board for tons of gore. <laughs> I think that's true, what I just said. No, I think that's right. I, <laughs> I think you're right. It seems like like he really was trying to make this just, like, a fairy tale. Yeah. And it, it, it works as a fairy tale, but it works better because it's a horror movie that's also a fairy tale, mm -hmm. I think. I Like, just, oh, my God, there's so many great scenes in this. We might as well just get to it. Okay. All right. I'm right here, ready to go. You're here, and you're ready to go. That's excellent. Uh, if we so, don't get blown up. If we, <laughs> so, okay. They are fixing the gas mains There's, like 10 feet from where I'm sitting. Sure, there are a bunch of trucks. You're probably going to be all set with your bulletproof I register glass. <laughs> I might have put myself behind a blast shield. <laughs> it's it's not for this. It's for COVID. It's different. That's why it's, that's why it's three inches thick. Anyway. Um, Mine's only half a centimeter. Yeah, yours is not going to survive it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's been nice talking with you guys. 
I think worst you're going to pass out from the fumes. Uh, so, all right. Dolls. We start out. We've got, uh, we've got these two wonderful stereotype British punks, <laughs> one of whom is dressed like, uh, like a virgin era Madonna, which is a, I don't know. I could, I could see it. There was kind of an era where that kind of shit happened, where there was a big crossover between I, I have a tiny slight problem with these characters. I, I feel they're almost too exaggerated. <laughs> I, I do not have a problem, have a problem. with them at all. <laughs> it's, it's kind of like it's 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 kind of like their cartoons existing in this. So much. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're so far gone, and they and it, and it works. It works for but me. But at the same time, some every now and then they do stuff, and I'm just like, oh come on, don't to turn it down <laughs> just a little bit. I, oh my Case gosh. in point where they where she asks if uh, she fancies Ralph later on when they're in the room together. She's like, <laughs> oh, what? no! And she falls on her back and starts kicking her feet in the air laughing. <laughs> like, you fancy Ralph? I'm going to nick his purse. Oh, crikey. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's awful. Um, but it's funny as hell. Uh, so we've got uh, we've got a, a couple who show up in a very expensive car. The lady looks like Cruella DeVille, and she's... You know, she's clearly the evil stepmother of this fairy tale. Um, and, and she wastes no time letting you know she, who she is. Yeah, she does not fuck around. Uh, the stepfather is a, or actually well, the, the father, actual father. father father is a uh, a dude who looks like house era William Cat. And, uh, and a little kid, a little daughter who is super punky Brewster-esque. <laughs> and also kind of looks like every member of the monster squad squished into a single person. Oh, and she has a teddy bear. Yes. Named Teddy. Which is very important. <laughs> Actually, you know what? That was the part of the movie. that One of my complaints about the movie, I don't know how I felt about that as an ending. I don't know why that struck me as so strange. What, the leaving Teddy? Yeah. I thought that was weird. Really? I didn't think so at all. I don't know. We'll get to it. Um, so he doesn't Do like... Do you really the... think she wants to carry around a doll after everything she just <laughs> saw? <a> good point. <laughs> She'll never look at another doll no. again. That may be exactly what happens. Until when she comes back to visit her, visit them, like they were saying. Yeah. <laughs> Come back here. Yeah, yeah, I'll be right back soon. Yeah, that's great. Bye. <laughs> I can't, can't wait, wait to, to see you yeah, never. That's, that's going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, so he doesn't like the look of the clouds overhead, and, and we get... <laughs> I love this storm that comes in in half a second. It's like, this is so fun because it, it reminds me of like, uh, it's like a Mel Brooks movie. Oh, it's yeah. like straight up young Frankenstein yeah. storm. It's like stock footage. And we also get stock footage of a castle that's not the same house, which is really funny. Um, so, you know, lots of purple lightning and they get stuck in the mud. They hoof it to the haunted castle that they saw in the distance, which turns out to be just kind of a really nice house. It's a big house. Big as hail. Uh, the evil stepmother throws away the little girl's teddy bear here. Judy is the little girl. And she says, you'll travel faster solo. Ugh, evil. She's so evil. The little girl looks into the woods and she goes, Teddy will get you for that. Which is great awesome <laughs> really good and this this scene was one of the few i hadn't i hadn't watched this movie in so long um but man i've, I've never forgotten this scene with the yeah. uh with the vision of teddy that comes to life full-size walking teddy that rips out of his suit it's kind of like a like a werewolf yeah uh this reeks of beekler and uh cellar dweller yeah like those giant monsters that he makes it. yeah yeah uh 
It's so beautiful because we get. I love the fact that there is a nine foot tall teddy bear. That yeah. The, like the adorable little bow tie teddy bear <laughs> is there, and then it tears through the teddy bear, and it's a gigantic fucking grizzly bear. And then it tears through the parents, <laughs> and after it does that, she's just like, "Oh, Teddy!" And he's oh. like, ah. <laughs> "Perfect." When he when he's like covered and in what? her parents' yeah. blood, and he puts his hands it's up like, in the air. Me. No, what are you gonna do? Yeah. That's <laughs> my teddy. I'm a real rascal. <laughs> yeah. So good, uh, but unfortunately, uh, a bear's got a bear. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like that. Uh, so sadly, this was just a dream, and the uh, the evil stepmom shakes her out of it, and they continue to trudge to the uh, to that castle thing. Uh, the little girl has a strong imagination, and the parents are constantly like, they hate the fact she's that talking she's talking about elves and princesses right. and fairies. And she <laughs> she has a rich inner life, and the parents are like, yeah. you're telling lies. <laughs> so they're they're constantly referring to her imagination as lies. Stop being creative. Yeah, they want to stifle any creativity that she may have. Um, and so they they finally get to the castle. They figure out a way to get in. And then the stepmom immediately, as they get in, complains about the accommodations in the house that they just broke into, <laughs> which is character-wise classic st- evil stepmom. Straight up, perfect. Um, the little girl uh, sees a puppet move in the like she sees a little little doll person somewhere in the corner, yeah. and uh, and we get our fake Andre Toulon and his wife greeting them with a shotgun. <laughs> Uh, but then they see that there's a little girl and they're, and they're like, okay, maybe I won't murder these two people because they have a cute little girl and you know, maybe she's not a total monster. Well, and, and they did recognize a misunderstanding of, or the flooding range yeah. outside and nobody was answering the doors. Sorry. <laughs> Which as it turns out is part of their whole shtick. This is their whole like gingerbread house deal. Yep. They kind of do this all the time. It's it's like the uh, it's like the doomsayer where in uh, in cabin in the woods where you like have to get past this certain point of doing something wrong mm-hmm. if they break in or if they do this. Like I think we have we're setting up a pattern that like there's a certain a certain protocol to oh you fucked up you did this you're a shitty parent and you've been driven here and now you have to do this thing and now that you're inside it's all over for you we get to do whatever the hell we want with you. Which I like. I wonder if they control it all. Who shows up? I mean, we don't. We don't. We don't get we very many get details, yeah. obviously. But then again, as we were talking about earlier, uh, before we started this, like <laughs> with the ending, where another right. family just shows right up, just like Paganini horror. Yeah. Where <laughs> it's kind of like a revolving. <laughs> it's a revolving door like, of people being punished. Who do these people keep coming from? <laughs> I mean, I think I think the like like in a fairy tale, I think they're being lured in there somehow. Like it's some sort of it is some sort of like face siren thing, doll right song. where yeah. they're just like they need to be punished. So like the woods or whatever is luring them to the house to get their comeuppance for being shitty people. Gotcha. So, um, the old couple is fucking amazing. Oh, they're so good. They are, uh, I mean, so goddamned stellar as actors and just their characters are perfect and they just nail this whole thing so well. The, the, the old lady, oh my God, she could not possibly be any better. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, we get a couple little like little instances of like a doll smiling and then somebody looks away it's like 
little little things. The dolls are great. Too. The dolls are <laughs> really really upsetting. Yeah, <laughs> this is a like where Puppet Master does its own thing and has like you've got characters, you've got like like these ideas they built on it and they were like, hey, what if we had like branded characters that are our own? That's like a Marvel Universe kind of thing. This is like. The dolls that gave you creeps when you were at your grandma's house as a kid. Exactly. Like all of those porcelain dolls that you were like, I wish those weren't here. (laughs) They're really freaking me out. If you had a problem with those, this movie will destroy you mentally. It is very, like, it's all about the little porcelain dolls. Please call an imaginary cab and drive away from here. Dolls. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's right. They eat imaginary they cookies. They eat imaginary cookies. So they could also drive imaginary cabs. And make imaginary phone calls to call imaginary cabs. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, th- we get the mention of this is a, this could be the longest night in the world. Yeah, we're not really told why. <laughs> Are mm. we? No, we're not. It's just <laughs> it's it's just a it's a it's a creepy way to refer to what's going on. It's just yep. a nice it's a nice evil like fairy tale statement. Just like gotcha. this is it's it's more magical kind of stuff. And I love I love when the two of them are like the the old the man and woman are like, "Oh, we love these storms, don't we, dear?" I'm like I was like, man, have you ever heard anyone do that in real life? No. Like, literally, like, turn to their significant other and be like, oh, we love the beans here, don't we, dear? (laughs) Yes, we do. They're delicious. Beans, good. Uh, So, no, we don't do that. But I do, I'm definitely going to start doing that with my wife from now (laughs) on. Every time anything starts happening like that. Oh, we sure do love the parking structure here, don't we, dear? <laughs> yes, it's so convenient to the mall. We sure love it when our cat just acts ridiculous and <laughs> won't stop meowing and running around in circles, don't we, dear? Don't we, dear? <laughs> yeah, that'll really freak out the cat. Uh, <laughs> so uh, the old people are Gabriel and Hillary. Mm-hmm. David Bauer is the, the doofus, the, the dickhead. And his wife is Rosemary, and the kid is Judy. So, too many names already, but whatever. It's easy to differentiate characters. Homeowners, yes. parents, yeah. and the other three. It is It is a nice pared-down cast, too. Yeah. Especially since the punks are, like, straight-up fodder. Yep. Like, their <laughs> only purpose is to die. Um, Although, I wonder if the other one should have died. One punk, one punker didn't want to do anything bad, really. Yeah, th- that was definitely a real like, hey, what are your rules? Because she was like trying to be a good person. Yep. But also like, maybe guilty by association. Yeah, and also I don't know that their rules really applied to good and evil. Well, she didn't stop the other girl from stealing stuff either. True, but I mean, I don't even know if if it's like the fact that they were stealing was even the reason that that she was killed. I think that they were trying to do some sort of, like... I mean, it all seemed to have something to do with still having, like, a the the child inside you or something like that. Yep. It felt like it didn't matter. Like, you could have killed six people, but if you were like, oh, cool, a doll to play with, they would have been like, cool. <laughs> oh, he has a heart of a child. <laughs> right, exactly. It's what a fine. sweet little serial killer. <laughs> yeah, I think they would have been fine with you. Okay. Um, and this is... We go through a whole... There's a Hansel and Gretel through line through the whole movie um she's reading it later on and you know the witch the the 
the lady of the house is clearly a witch Mm -hmm. and she does this thing when she puts the bowl of soup in front of the little girl where she's like oh we'll need to fatten you up and she grabs a hold of her finger like the witch does in the story this will put some meat on your bones yeah really good that's like super cool and and we get a we get like an underneath shot of her stirring a cauldron from like a funny dutch angle it's really it's really cool um Oh, yeah, and there was a witchcraft joke in there somewhere, which is pretty good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what work is that? Witchcraft? <laughs> <laughs> Close. <laughs> hmm. Yes. Uh, he tells them that he's a doll maker, and he explains that a little girl without a doll seems somehow incomplete. If he is a doll maker, <laughs> he has not sold any. Well, as it turns out, he's a doll maker in the sense that a uh, a voodoo head shrinker is a <laughs> is a doll maker. It's he literally he uses magic to turn human beings into <laughs> dolls against their will. That's a little that's a little different. Um, but uh, he gives her the Mister Punch doll, and she is Judy. So there's a Punch and Judy thing going on here too, which I don't really follow. What that's about? I also or thought it was just... kind of strange too that she would be so enamored with that doll because it's so hideous. Kind yeah, of yeah, it's so grotesque. Like you went from a really cute teddy bear to just this like grinning, evil-looking jester thing, and she's just like, "I love it." <laughs> <laughs> that's just the kind of kid she is. Yeah, but they she... didn't—they didn't make her out to be really like that, though. It's not like she liked. It's not like a Tim Burton movie where she was obsessed with drawing bats and shit. And right. She likes the creepy stuff. Like, she had a cute little teddy bear. Yeah, but she's also very imaginative. Mm-hmm. And she liked she liked making Mr. Punch talk because it had a movable mouth yep. and everything. I could see it. Okay. I enjoyed it. Um, so the two punk girls bust in and Duffy from RoboCop 2 is with them. And That's where I've seen that guy. <laughs> yes. You're a bad cop, Officer Duffy. <laughs> Yes. God, um, that was bothering me. Yeah, that's Officer Duffy. And I had no way to look up, like, there's nothing you can see what people acted in at all. So no, I had I know. no way so to, like, sorry. find out what he was in. <laughs> I just kept being like, who is that guy the whole time? You went to your video watchdog uh, encyclopedia, and you <laughs> yeah. looked up RoboCop 2, but they didn't list him. I pulled out my Leonard Malton movie review book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I wish I still had all those. <laughs> I had every one of those things. The psychotronic. I had all like all of the psychotronic video guides and the the video watchdog and like. I remember I always used to get the uh, my 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 mom always used to get me the Leonard Malton book movie review. Yep. Book every year for Christmas. That was like a. But then it's like I stopped kind of watching anything but like genre movies. Yeah. <laughs> which is kind of exactly where I am today. So it's kind of just like, how do I break the break it here? Like I really don't want this book anymore because he. He isn't really reviewing sorority babes in the slimeball bowler. He did, there. though. He kind of did. What in that? I don't know. I feel like he had some. He had some really funny genre reviews, <laughs> because he definitely like got a bunch of shit really, really weirdly wrong. <laughs> like, but he's he's kind of a he's kind of a shitty movie nerd too. Yep. I mean, he's more of a '60s shitty movie nerd, but he still kind of does it. <laughs> um. Either way, okay. So, the uh, the two. The oh, uh, the two punk girls, the two British punk girls, are torturing poor poor Ralph, who is the character that Duffy's playing, and they're like, "It's it's painful." 
ridiculously obnoxious how it obnoxious is. these people are. <laughs> it really They just is. bust in. They're just like, oh, he gave us a ride because he wanted, he fancied us and he was trying to try to play with us. Oh, there's food on the stove. I'm just going to go over there and start licking your food on your stirring spoon. And whoa, whoa, we're punks and punk, 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 oi, oi. <laughs> yep. And, uh, and that's why they die. Yeah. Because they're annoying. God, they are. They really are. <laughs> um, Ralph is like, Oh, uh, so the punk girls say that they're going to steal Ralph's wallet and steal his car and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, so they're, they are clearly in need of punishment. Um, the little girl starts talking about elves and fairies because she keeps hearing little tiny voices wherever she goes around the house. And, and Ralph is having this sort of crisis of conscience as a person about kind of like, I do kind of want to sleep with these girls. <laughs> Also, I want to be a decent person and I want to look out for the little girl whose parents are pieces of shit. Yeah. And so I kind of want to take care of her. And so he's... He didn't stand a chance with the punkers anyway. No, he absolutely <laughs> did not stand. I think that's probably what kept him away. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll save myself the embarrassment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so he and the little girl visit the workshop and there's the... Uh, and there's this really, really amazing scene. It is. Oh my god, with Ralph talking about his father, and it's like it's the just story so great. well yeah. written. Yeah, he he talks about leaving leaving out cookies for his dolls, and like that he thought that his toys were alive, and he had this whole belief system, and all he did, like he left out he left cookies, but then it, all it did was bring ants, and his father told him, no, toys eat imaginary cookies. And so he left them imaginary cookies from then on. It's, I don't know, just fucking, yeah, I like it's, it a lot. it's magical and yep. wonderful. It was really, really good. Um, and, uh, oh, that's right. And he has the line, I remember every toy I ever had. And Gabriel says, and they, they remember, remember you, you. Ralph. <laughs> it was like, Toys are incredibly loyal. And that is a fact. Mm. <laughs> <Wah>! <laughs> it's, I mean, and it's so cool because it is really like the whole concept is so, it strides the line between enchanting and terrifying, even in like the cutest of versions of this. Mm -hmm. Like even the nicest version of like, Oh, all your toys are alive is fucking terrifying. Yeah, I don't want to play with those. Like no. that's what I got my cat for. Yeah, like <laughs> I don't. I don't want to pull my Jar Jar Binks off the shelf and have him jump around. Like, oh, oh, wait, do I? Mm-hmm. I? I do want that. You do want. That. I do I'm want sorry. that. Now that I think about it. <laughs> well, it's a good thing that you've been kind to your Jar Jar Binks toy, Matt. I I got it here. Well, at Coast City Comics. <laughs> all the toys here remember you, Matt. <laughs> um. <laughs> Especially these Teletubbies that give me the evil eye every week I'm here. <laughs> I love that there's like a rack of Teletubbies just staring at you while we're doing a, a Dolls podcast. <laughs> yes. uh, okay, that one just moved. It absolutely did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Tinky Winky. That's Tinky Winky. Yeah. The fucking murderer. <laughs> Shady bastard. Stone cold murderer. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, God, that's right. We cut back to the punks who are up in their room with the little old lady, and she starts talking about her anticues. Yeah, these are anticues. Where'd, where'd you get all these anticues? Are any of them worth money? Yeah. Um, and, and it's funny because they do this whole shtick that sounds, to anyone who has never owned a store, like the craziest fucking thing that no one would ever do. 
like you hear it and it's like, oh, you think anybody could sell it for money? You think we, you think that if a person happened to be staying here overnight, they could like nick a whole bunch of it, take it to a pawn shop, make some money, maybe kill the two old people who live in the house, maybe burn it down on their way out so that they don't leave any evidence behind, maybe something like that. I mean, if somebody was going to do that. I'm just saying, I'm just maybe. Saying. Just, is that a possibility, you think? No, that got really Australian there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> either way... Um, <laughs> as a store owner the number of times somebody comes into this fucking place and is like what's the most expensive thing you got in the place <laughs> like uh where are your where are your cameras <laughs> interesting like you got some kind of security system or anything huh you keep uh how much cash you keep in the place cool 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 um that happens oh fuck man it's so close to that <laughs> Like the the most expensive thing in the store question happens twice a week, you know. Oh, so I, I bet you got the cameras pointed on that twenty four seven, right? Probably recording, right? <laughs> it's it's so fucking bad. Ah, <laughs> uh, I love it. I love being on Congress Street. It's the best. I like. I don't like it. I actually, I <laughs> fuck it, man. I love being here. It's it's not the greatest of it's not the greatest of locations, but it's cool when the doors locked. It's it's especially good when the door is locked. <laughs> I love this store when the door is locked and no one can come in. <laughs> I love this job would be great if it weren't for all the customers. Well, th- you see that that statement works to a certain extent because I love my customers. Yes, and that's the difference. I love the people who are customers of the store. There is then this other contingent, the Congress of Street people, dirt bags <laughs> yeah. and insanos and monsters. That comes in just to ruin my life. Yep. And those people I could really live without. Mm. You know, what I need is some killer dolls. <laughs> that are bouncers. <laughs> these these killer dolls also, like just like Puppet Master. This is really funny that you say that, though, because these dolls are fucking killable as shit. Oh, yeah. These dolls are like... They're made of porcelain. They're so weak and useless, but they're overwhelming numbers like they can't even it takes so long for them to kill anybody it's crazy but it's also like <laughs> gross and upsetting because they're like stabbing them with tiny knives and they're, they're, they're double teaming uh, hacksaws <laughs> that was the best that was the best one <laughs> <laughs> just gonna saw your leg off while you're standing up oh shoot we didn't get to finish <laughs> yeah I'm going to fucking move I'm not going to leave my foot there. <laughs> Buddy, your plan is flawed from the from the get-go. For me to for you to get through my leg. It's going to take a lot of cooperation could you, could you, from me. Could you please not move? <laughs> oh, love uh, a, for, a for effort. Yeah, absolutely. 100% A for effort on those guys. Uh, they, they've got high hopes. High hopes. <laughs> Uh, okay. Okay, so the punkers are being their obnoxious punk self. With, yep. With, I mean, they just got offered to stay in a house for the night out of the rain. They're already and what do they do? They out break out it. a boombox, start cranking music in the house, and talk, talk about robbing the joint. And I love, I love the, the little witchy lady. She's like, 
oh, it's not going to bother me. We sleep on the other side of the house. Yeah. And they're like, oh, really? You sleep on the other side of the house, do you? You mean like you'd never hear anybody stealing anything? Is that what you mean? And she's like... I feel like we totally looped back right there. <laughs> it, but that's literally her entire... Her entire character is like giving away her plan. Yeah. That's it. So, so you sit up here at the front of the store, right? So there's, there's, And you're the only one here? There's, there's, huh, nobody, there's nobody out back there by the pinball tables? Huh. <laughs> Neat. You think a, you think a, you think I'm a guy... I'm back there by the pinball tables. Like my size could uh, get one of those pinball machines out of here? <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> Jesus that'd Christ. be a, that'd be a, that'd be a achievement in stealing right there. Somebody. It almost it's almost something where I'd be like, you know what? Maybe you deserve it. <laughs> <sighs> Steal the worst one. <laughs> I got rid of the worst ones. Damn it! All I have is the good ones left. Fuck! I even sold RoboCop, which I'm kind of bummed out about. Aww. I sold RoboCop to a friend, so I can probably get it back at some yep. point if I need it. Um. Anyway. Uh, okay, so uh, Gabriel shows Judy her room. Judy's reading Hansel and Gretel, which makes her thirsty. Hey, Punch, you want to go get a drink of water? <laughs> yes, I do, Judy. <laughs> I would love to go get a drink of water with you. It sounds just like it, man. <laughs> that's, nice. <laughs> that's me. Uh, I yeah, I did the uh, I did the ADR for that. I was a punch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so they go for a drink of water. And the the mean demeanor of the two punks, the Madonna punk, goes around and sets to robbing the house. Which which kind of cracked me up too because she's wearing all of that uh, jewelry that is so loud and clinky. She's so loud. And she didn't take off her boots either. She's wearing like big heeled boots, like so. It's just like whatever she, she has on her that would make noise. She's just she going is, for it. She has not established herself to be a very subtle person. I can't tell if that was like an intentional joke or just sloppiness or I think it's literally that she's an she's idiot idiot yeah I mean because she is an idiot so so far yeah. she's just a mean idiot there's no redeemable qualities well, they're really <laughs> like they haven't shown which is too bad because the second girl has redeemable qualities mm-hmm. so oh well um okay so uh the music box on the mantle in this room where the Madonna punk is keeps opening up she like looks over there are two dolls on either side of it and the the thing keeps popping open she closes it goes back to robbing and then it pops open she goes back to robbing pops open and then the dolls are missing yeah. and she's like it's cool <laughs> and she doesn't that doesn't seem to bother her no she does she does she does flash the flashlight where the she two has go. a yeah she's too stupid to care though yeah she <laughs> is definitely too stupid to care um so the uh these two dolls are, are like normal porcelain dolls, but they also have the little creepy teeth, which is so fucking scary. Like they have the, the weird human eyeballs and then the creepy little pointy teeth. Um, and they move just ever so slightly too. Like uh, that's what I like about the doll. Like the, the, the mouth just kind of creaks up in a little smile. Yeah. It's not like a full face, like a Chucky. You know what I mean? Like yeah. not everything moves. Just like one little thing, and it's very effective. Like yeah. it's, it's a less is more kind of dealy Absolutely. with the dolls. It's. I mean, it's very cheap. The, this movie is surprisingly cheap, in a lot of ways. Like when uh, when Duffy gets confronted by all the dolls in that room, mm-hmm. and it's just like planks of wood with the dolls on them, and it's got like a like a vibrating motor in it, so that the <laughs> dolls are like shaking. 
It's I like, did not notice that, yeah. Huh. <laughs> That's really shitty looking, but it's like, the movie is awesome, and it, you can I get wonder where they stuff. got all the dolls. Like, what the process was to... I, I don't know, man. Was it just like hitting up a billion yeah. toy shop, shops, a billion thrifts, a billion just like... That's my guess. There, there is a lot of dolls. Yeah, there, there's so and, many dolls. And for its cheapness, they built all the set from the, the ground up, uh, the house. And that was the same. It's the uh, fun fact I learned watching some YouTube vids. It's the same house from uh, from Beyond too. Oh no, kidding! Yeah, that actually that totally stands to reason. Yeah, that sounds right. Yep. Cool. Um. Yeah. And I, for the for the budget, man, it looks fantastic. It does. <laughs> Everything about this movie looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. I love the I love the props. I love the like I love the dolls, even though they are clearly just like retrofitted actual dolls it's not like they cast yeah, the dolls again we re- that's what yeah. works <laughs> that's why that's why it works yep. so well absolutely um so we get one last music box scare with the with the dolls missing and then boom uh our madonna punk is dragged off screen and rammed into the wall by off-screen dolls and that's where the movie kicks into like no mercy territory yeah. here, where it's just like, oh shit! Like, <laughs> I thought the dolls might kind of like attack, but man, they just like broke her face. Like, yeah, jeez. <laughs> Here's where it goes from like the goosebumps to Stephen King straight up. Yeah, and it it is like the kills in this are vicious. Mm-hmm. They are vicious, um, except for the the wicked stepmother. She really doesn't get it that bad. She offs herself, basically. Yeah, <laughs> essentially. Yeah, but I mean, these are these are brutal um so back in ralph's room he's got this creepy clown on his nightstand and he has a little conversation with it about giving him all the invisible cookies and whatever and the cab cab. get out of here um he goes to sleep and then gets woken up by judy she's like there's a girl she was murdered by elves please come help me i like to like do you believe in kids do you believe kids yeah Okay, a bunch of elves just murdered a girl. <laughs> well, sometimes I believe kids. Well, sometimes. <laughs> I mean, when they're being reasonable, I mean, I if do. you told me you got good grades in school, I totally believe that. <laughs> but yeah, the, the elves thing, not so much. He's like, get out of here. I need to go back to sleep. And she's like, okay, fine. And she walks away and he looks down at her at her slippers and they're covered in blood. And he's like, what's that on your slippers? <laughs> And he's like, oh, fuck. And so he goes off to investigate with her. And we get a little moment that was kind of a nothing burger of Judy wandering off just so that there could be a a funny little shtick of her slamming the door in his face. Yeah, that that part bothered me a little bit because it was just so dumb. Like, like you got him because you were afraid because... Your shit just happened, but then you're just going to run off (laughs) Just walk off without him, yeah. Eh, Yeah. I don't know. That it, part didn't work for me. The whole point was just so that they could slam that, that door in his face. And, and it get was a very little, funny. It was very funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they follow. Uh, Ralph has like a set of candles. He's got a little candelabra in his hand. And he's going around. They open a door to the attic. And they see a blood trail going up the stairs to the attic. And instantly all the candles blow out. How strong are these dolls? I don't know. I I mean, I, they drag. Strength. Let's just talk physics. <laughs> like, 
But how many hundreds of them were there? Oh yeah, they could have been like a like a Gulliver's travel. Pickup. Yeah, I think I think that's what it was. That's what happened <laughs> because it feels like like every single time something happens, it's like a horde of dolls. Yeah, there's hundreds of these fucking things. So, I mean, there's I like that. that's that's how the movie addresses the uh, the doll conundrum that we talked about earlier right. too. Right, you, know, you can easily kick one away. Right, you can't easily kick away five hundred of them. Right, Puppet Master has that has that issue with it where yeah. you kind of just like, no matter how supernatural and magical the oh. puppets are, you can chuck them right out the window. There's really like. <laughs> You know, somebody with a weed whacker is going to win. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, dude with weed whacker versus all of the puppet master puppets. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> You're dead. Yeah. But, like, the room full of puppets is terrifying. Yeah. Or dolls. Uh, yeah. Awful. So, they decide to go up the stairs, and we get we get the the poster with the, the eyeballs popped out of the head girl. But she's in the background, and this shot is so sweet, oh, it's so creepy. Oh my god! They're the especially because it has the little girl in it. There's something about the fact that there's a child involved in this story, and I feel and you like you see that big bug-eyed half doll person dimly lit behind yeah, them while they're having, a and conversation. they're not noticing it. Yeah, yeah, super and effective. It's, it's so funny because it's like it's like an ultra horrific Scooby-Doo thing. Or it's like, you know, not seeing the monster in the room. Mm-hmm. Shtick. It's like like a real vaudevillian monster shtick. But it's like really, really terrifying. <laughs> um, so, uh, oh yeah. Now, all the characters do a big meetup in the hallway. We get that, the scene where they all like, now they're all aware that there's something going on. Because the girl is missing. One, one punker is mad that the other punker is missing. The parents yes. are mad that their daughter's hanging around with right. dude. Like, so now now they think that Judy is being molested by Ralph and that Ralph murdered this girl. Yes. So Poor Ralph. The, and poor Ralph is just... And poor Ralph is like the, the one good guy. <laughs> and that's it. He's, you know, he's forever, like... He's, he's Job. He's, you know, like... Just trying his damnedest to get through the day. Um, so Judy runs off, and William Cat, fake William Cat, follows her. I totally thought it was William Cat too. Like, I mean, I knew it wasn't. But yeah, I was but like, like, man, that guy looks like William. Looks Cat. like William fucking Cat. And uh, Ralph could be played by what's his nuts, um, Sean Astin too. Oh, I, think would have been I know. Actually, he's probably like ten during this. Right? True. <laughs> I will say this: that actor in this movie is so good. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It is like he He's is perfect for it, and he does some he does some stuff like some of his little little bits and bobs that he does in his acting are just I I'm just so blown away for such a like small movie mm-hmm. and such a cheesy concept and all that. It's like he just gives it everything, and he is perfect. I love that dude. Um, so. What happens with Punch here? Something weird happens. Like, Punch bites William Cat here? Does he? I don't remember. I that. think so. So, wh- what happens is, she, Judy has left Punch behind. Yeah, which is another weird thing. Like, Well, she was very upset, and she just ran off. And so she kind of drops him. She's dropped him twice now. Yeah, but, but the I mean, first time she just, like, plops him into the wall and leaves him there for some reason. I don't know. If you've hung around with little kids, that's that's a kind of a I common haven't. thing. Yeah, little kids love to just be like, 
Done with this now. Bloop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the number of times it's like, uh, the most beloved toy that uh, my child has, they just dropped it in your store and uh, we're uh, we're in Cape Cod now. Um, <laughs> can you mail that to me? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a little, looks like an avocado and it's got a face. <laughs> Like, yes, I can do that for you. Uh, so, yes, little kids love to just drop their shit that they love more than anything else in the world because they get distracted. Um, so William Cat threatens to rip the doll apart if Judy doesn't come back. Mm-hmm. And that's when Punch bites him. After he tra- Yeah, after he can't. Uh, and this is a weird part, too. Like, he can't rip the doll. Yes. Like, like it's almost like supernatural, like yeah. tough. But he smashes it later on, which I found a little odd. Just really good stitching on the clothing. No, I guess that's it. Yeah, that's absolutely. <laughs> he didn't try a sledgehammer this time, so yeah, <laughs> that's maybe it's this... true. <laughs> um, and so Punch bites him and then kind of rolls into a chair in a right. in a supernatural yeah, yeah, yeah. way, and he's just kind of sitting there staring at him, like supernaturally rewinding the film. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, and uh, and so now he grabs a lighter. And tries to burn off Punch's face. I like this gag. <laughs> and, and the face melts onto his toe and burns him. And he then <laughs> drops Punch, who then runs away. Yeah. And fake William Cat doesn't scream and lose his mm. mind, which is kind of insane. Uh, that would be... I would definitely have screamed and then just gone insane. Yeah. But, you know, that's fine. Uh, Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> So true. Um, all right. So Gabriel says, oh, oh, you saw that? Oh, I'm so embarrassed. Please don't tell my wife. Yeah. I spilled some paint in the hallway. Oh, and How big was your paint can? <laughs> it was, uh, I don't know, I'd say about eight liters of paint that I, mean, I spilled. I mean, you can tell if you look around, I make a lot of dolls. Uh, I get that 80-gallon drum from Costco. <laughs> and it is a bitch to carry, let me tell you. <laughs> sometimes, yeah, sometimes I just drag it up the stairs to the attic yes. like it was a body. Ralph is like, well, that's an acceptable answer. Um, that's totally, that makes, just makes so much sense. That's fine. That's like saying, like, the... The blood coming out of the elevators in The Shining was just like, oops, I dropped a two-liter on the ground. <laughs> that, oh, that's my Hawaiian punch, yeah, please. Yeah, my two-liter Hawaiian don't, punch. Don't, don't mind that. But, I mean, it is, it's like that human thing where you're like, I would, I would much rather accept this explanation. Yes. I think, I think I'm going to take that as the answer and just not don't have to. I don't know if it's true, but that's what's going to help me sleep tonight. That's, yeah, it's going to make it a lot easier to sleep. So, uh... Back with the surviving punk girl, uh, one of the dolls smashes her radio. Like, and then so she lights a candle and goes to investigate the house. Judy asks Ralph, what are they going to do about the longest night in the world? Mm. And then Punch is like, what does he say? Oh, I don't remember. Fuck. Punch has a line here where, like, they're talking and it's He does like, straight up talk, too. You yeah. know that you do. You know that you believe, don't you, Ralph? Or some shit like that. And it's, like, genuinely creepy. Mm-hmm. Genuinely creepy. Um, so, just kind of from out of nowhere, the dolls just murder the wicked stepmother there's like no preamble no. whatsoever you just kind of get a smash cut to her and then wah and where's the dad in all this the 
bathroom maybe i don't know i don't know maybe this is maybe this is during the time when he's gone to run after after judy yep so all of the times when he's torturing the punch doll and all this shit. <laughs> Meanwhile, she's getting murdered. I think this is. Kind but yeah, of... all the dolls attack the mom with like the the hacksaw, the, the just trying to saw. They're her so feet, fucking terrible at yeah. murder. They're so bad at it. They're good at making hurties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really it's like it's like being killed by mosquitoes. Oh, or being like uh, uh, death by a thousand toothpicks. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> They're so tiny because, like, you know, she gets stabbed in the in the back and, like, all over the place by little tiny Ooh. knives, but they're so little. Oh, one of them hits her with a full-size hammer, though. <laughs> That's true. They don't, they don't screw around with uh, doll's hammers. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> they're not... <laughs> that would be so pathetic if they were little doll-sized hammers. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> okay, p- please stop. Ding, well, please, ding, please, ding, ding, please stop that. Um... <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, Wicked Stepmother jumps out a fucking window. I thought that was kind of weird. Uh, I, it definitely felt like they painted themselves into a corner where they yeah. were like, all right, and then the tiny doll jumps on her back and stabs her a tiny bit. Okay, so why doesn't she just fall on it and kill it? Yeah. Um, Because she's so scared that she jumps out a window. Yeah. I think it would have made a little more sense if she got attacked and, and stepped back. On accident and fell out the window, then jumped. Yeah. Jumping out the window did not seem in her character to me. No, it didn't. So I felt that that scene was a little weird. And it's and again, it could have been so easily, you know, one of that other doll with the hammer could have jumped up and popped her in the forehead and she stumbled <laughs> backwards and fell out the window. And that I would buy completely. Yeah. And I, I mean, this is this is sort of that same addendum to my like, you know, if you've got a monster, don't have it stab somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, have it tear tear them apart with its claws and teeth. Because yep. that's terrifying. And stabbing makes it seem kind of impotent, where it's like, oh, these don't work. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. It's like, well, then maybe show that the dolls are capable of killing. Yeah. You know, like, you've only got a couple of murders here. Show that they can kind of get, get the job done when they need to. And, yeah, it it felt weird that they would go for that. But if that was part of the old trying to keep it PG 13, kind of like trying to keep this, not a, not a horror movie version of things. Yeah. I can see why they chose falling out a window. It's kind of a, it's kind of a bloodless, like you could do it on Magnum PI kind of death. Yeah. You could get away with it. So maybe that's it. And we, and the worst part of that for me really was like, that felt like a, a dangling thread for the rest of the movie. Because I didn't know where that window was. We, it wasn't like, oh, she's on the fourth floor. Okay, she's clearly dead. Mm-hmm. I was like, did she fall out the first floor? That's the problem. They never... And it's like, you never see her body on the ground. Never. But you, you see her at the end in doll form. So right. They, they got it somehow. You know that they did, but it's like... And did... And but for the rest of the movie, up until you see her as a doll, you're like, you is never she see her. dead? <clears throat> yeah, I just assumed... Did she run away? What the I fuck happened? I assumed it was upstairs. You know, falling out of Of course. Yeah. Um, it is upstairs because there's stairs right behind her. That's where she sees all the dolls. She's obviously on the second floor at least. But again, uh, you know, you're talking about falling onto the muddy ground. Yeah. You know, like she probably could have survived it. And so it just feels like I would have liked a little bit more resolution to that. Like just seeing her prone body like well, splatted yeah. in the ground would at least go, okay, there we go. That's done. But whatever. Um, she she always felt like she was kind of like hanging out as though she could show up at some point and be like, ah, I'm going to fucking kill these dolls or whatever. You yeah, know? that would have been cool. Actually. 
So and then she gets bopped by a hammer again. <laughs> same same well, see, exact thing. That would have been a great gag too. <laughs> she got hit in the head first, then she got hit in the bopped in the head, and she fell out the window. And she comes back at her bowl of things. She's like, "I'm back." Bop. <laughs> Could get a total a total willy in the shinning kind of thing yeah, going, exactly. where she's just constantly getting killed over and over again. <laughs> uh, okay, so so uh. The uh, the punk number two is doing a candlelit walk around the ho- around the halls, and she sees the little old lady pushing a fucking Victorian doll around in a baby a stroller, cool yeah. and she's singing to it in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. It's so good, and she's just scared shitless and hiding in the corner, like shaking, hoping that the lady doesn't see her, and she obviously does because she's doing it for her benefit, but. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, okay, phew, got past that. So she goes up to the attic where Isabel was tied to the chair earlier with her eyes poked out. And now she's sitting up against a wall and she says, go back, please. And her head falls down. Her eyeballs fall out. And she starts doing the, like, trying to, (laughs) trying to pick her eyeballs out of the blood thing. (laughs) And we get that poster image. And we get the poster image. Um. The dolls attack the other punk girl who fights back sm- with her boy toy belt <laughs> with her Madonna boy toy belt and just starts smacking them with the, the buckle on it and their heads crack open and you this see that so cool. it's so good that there are little like there are little creatures inside. Well, it's like you said earlier, like shrunken heads. They almost yeah. look like shrunken. I mean, they and are so shrunken people. What so. we what we find out is that essentially it's like they're horrible little like whatever awful remnant of their soul is in those things. And so it's this decayed, gross, horrible thing Mm -hmm. that they're then revealing when they smash them open. Um, It's the the effects of the little, so good. It's so neat looking. It's so good. Um, And so she sets some on fire. She smashes some with the belt and then she runs off and she sees toy soldiers pointing guns at her. And she's like, Hmm. Let's see what these guys are up to. I know the rest of these guys were pretty evil, and I just smashed them fairly easily, but I'm going to stand here and see what this is all about. She swings her belt and does some trash talk a little bit first. true. She does wind up, and it gives them a chance to play the little drum solo, raise their guns, and then execute her with their tiny guns. I loved it, man. I love the the little death music they did, too. It almost sounds like the residents, that high-pitched kind of... Yeah. Me, me. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they shoot her two rounds. <laughs> yeah, she's she's super dead. Um, super dead. Super, super dead. She runs, uh, uh, sorry, William Cat Dad goes back to, the, back to his bed and decides to take a shower before he joins his dead wife. So he's like, he comes over, he sees like the... This was kind of forced. <laughs> I thought that it was actually... I. It was something about the fact that they did it as like a callback or it was like a two-parter where he goes into bed, puts his arm around his dead wife who's covered, like bleeding <laughs> yeah. out of the side of her head. And he's like, hey, honey. Oh, I smell bad, apparently, because he could smell a corpse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, I'm going to go take a shower before I come back and give some loving. All right, I'll be right back. And then he comes back, does the same fucking thing again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. There's something about the repetition that made it funny to me. Yep. I don't know. Um, so Ralph and Judy are out looking for the little people, and they this is when they walk into that room. Yeah. So floor to ceiling, just fucking dolls everywhere. 
you know, like hundreds, literally hundreds of dolls. And he's like, wait, when you said little people, <laughs> did you mean these guys? And she's like, yeah, the dolls are the little people. And he's like, oh, that's great. And so they're all surrounding them. And he, this was kind of weird because he was just like, all right, we got to get out. Because he asked, like, what? And he's like, they're alive, right? And she's like, yeah. I like, okay, we got to get out of here. It's like, they won't like that. And then his first instinct is to just start wrecking shit. <laughs> like, that seemed a little out of character to it him. It did. It did seem Especially out of character. Especially with the, with the love and toy, imaginary cookie boy. Like, yeah, yeah. Seems like he would have tried to talk to him first, but he's just like, let's go! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, it's kind of excusable. Again, the little girl makes all of this stuff excusable. Because then it becomes him being like, I've got to take care of this little kid. Like, I've got to defend her, and if there's a bunch of fucking evil dolls, I should do whatever it takes. And so that's why the dolls essentially, like, forgive him. Yep. You know, even though they he so, killed a bunch of them. Oh, yeah, so the dolls start attacking him big time, and then she calls off the dolls. Yeah. And I love this scene where uh, the the dolls are discussing whether or not they <laughs> they want to let you go and you just see this cool powwow of all the dolls like talking to each other like looking over their shoulders at him looking back again <laughs> they're trying so cool to looking. yeah and essentially and and that's the thing is that so he has killed some of these dolls yeah which should be like the most unforgivable thing there is and yet they're like oh th- all they were trying to find out was whether he was an adult or if he was a child in disguise. And I love that line. So good. And so because they realized that he was just a big child, he was just a he was in disguise as an adult. Yeah. That they were like, "Okay, you're cool, you can go." Don't would, kill us anymore though. But please, <laughs> would you stop murdering my family? <laughs> Such a bummer. <laughs> um but yeah, that little like the stop motion conference between the, the That's dolls. That's my favorite. It's so beautiful. I would, I mean, I I wish that this movie had, you know, 500,000 more dollars to fuck around with so we would have gotten a ton more of that stop motion. Yep. It's so beautiful. But, you know, that one little scene is just, is worth the price of admission. Yep. Um, so back in bed with fake William Cat <laughs> and his dead wife, he pulls a cabin fever and he's like, hey, baby, come on over here. And drags her mutilated corpse on top of him. <laughs> and he's like, whoa! whoa. And he can't... <laughs> and it's, it's some severe, like, physical comedy shit where he can't get her body off of him. Yeah. Somehow, like, he stands up and she's still like the arms stuck. on him. Yeah. It's so silly. And it, but it's the other part silly. of this is just, like, the... You know, your, your lover's never just laying there with the whole sheet over her head. Like, ever. <laughs> No, that's not a thing. But he just like, he's like, oh, I'm back from my shower. It's been half an hour and you're still laying there with a sheet over your head. I'm sure you're just still <laughs> awake, I guess, ready to go. Yeah, you. it sure seems like you want to talk to me. Yeah. The way that you have a sheet over your head. And you haven't moved in an hour. <laughs> and you're ice cold. Yeah. Um, and but, you stink. <laughs> so at this point, uh, William Cat Dad is like, okay, so now not only has he murdered the punk that I didn't care about, he's murdered my wife and molested my daughter. He's like, it's time to kill this guy. Mm -hmm. So he goes out 
breaks a chair and gets yep. a big chair leg and he's going to beat Ralph to death with this chair leg. <laughs> that's his that's his plan. Uh, he finds Ralph down in the workshop, which is just like doll heads and parts on shelves and whatnot. And he just starts attacking him and and as a result, wrecking the shit out of out of fake Toulon's doll shop. Well, I love, I love too, to see where Ralph grabs a doll to defend himself, but the doll says something. He's like, oh, shit, no. He goes, yeah. he almost hits him with a doll. It's like, wee, wee, nah. Oh, shoot. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. No, we're <laughs> no, cool. No, we're cool. We're cool. I'll try to find a board of wood or something. <laughs> loved that. I loved that. Um, yep. Yeah, so Punch then decides to defend, like, <laughs> defend both of them, I guess. Sure. I don't know if and he's it, defending and, Judy or if he's just defending Ralph. And and Punch uh Punch lifts off the top of his cane and he's got a cool knife. And he flips it like like a fucking gangster. He sits it from hand to hand. It's going back and forth. He's like, Hey motherfucker, come on. Yeah. <laughs> come on. <laughs> it's like ah, oh, so so cool. Um <laughs> He stabs fake William Cat in the hand. Um and uh he's like uh, and all the the other dolls sneak in and drag Ralph away because Ralph is now unconscious. He got knocked in the oh, head. Oh, that's right. Yep. And uh, and the dolls basically grab him and Judy and drag. You see them kind of being dragged mm. off by all of the dolls. Um, and then finally, Punch is like, "Ha ha! I got a drill!" And he grabs a <laughs> drill and goes after Dad. And uh, Cat, cat dad unplugs the drill and punches face is great here <laughs> oh come on screw <laughs> I just love how into fucking killing they are they're just like because they are they're childlike and so they're like they're excited it's like oh I found this great way to kill you this is gonna be fun and then he gets it taken away from him and he's like oh come on this is gonna be really awesome why are you being such a dick and so he uh, he knocks Punch on the ground by pulling the drill cord, and then he's got Punch on the ground, and I love him too here. So he grabs a hammer, he's about to smash him, and looking at Punch on the ground, we have flam on his arms. No! <laughs> and uh, Cat Dad does, smashes his head, kills Punch, Yep. and then just goes, fuck you, clown! <laughs> <laughs> and that yell brings, uh, brings Gabriel, Gabriel and his wife down. And they they start talking to to Cat Dad, who's insane. And he's like, "I'm gonna do the same to you guys. I'm gonna fucking kill all of you." He's like, totally in a murderous rampage, and and he's got a like a sled the sledgehammer yeah. cocked over his back, like he's gonna come for them. And he's like about to make a move, and he's like, "Oh, mischievous Mister Punch, you just don't you know that being a parent is a privilege." You know, and he can't. Total, here comes a total fairy tale. And he can't move, and he's yeah. like, "What the hell?" <laughs> and then the witch lady is like, "Mean, Mister Punch, mischievous, Mister Punch." And he just starts mutating, and he gets like crazy foam latex expanding face, and his hands become big fake uh, toy hands. Yeah, it's so good. And he shrinks down, and now he's Mister Punch. Yep. And he even had the perfect pajamas. <laughs> yes. It was it was really convenient that he was wearing those, those silk pajamas. I wanted those, man, when I saw those. Ooh, they look really comfy. Yeah. Um yeah, so whatever. Oh, oh, that's right. Um when they come down the stairs, 
the the old witch lady is like, oh no, he's killed Mr. Punch. And he's like, yeah, and I'm going to do the same to you, you, you witch. Yeah. And he, she's like, oh, he figured it out. Yeah. And Gabriel's like, lucky guess. <laughs> that was some beautiful dialogue. Yep. Um, the only thing I don't like about the shrink part, I, I wish they didn't put that effect in there when you actually see him shrinking as Mr. Punch. I yeah. just thought that looked really hokey. I think it could have been one of those cooler things where they could have maybe just shown the shadow on the wall of a person getting smaller. It would have looked better. Yeah, I think so, like, too. That was a one weird like digital effect. That, yeah, that just didn't feel worked. It wasn't perfect, but no. it still it still wasn't bad. It I don't wasn't think... bad, but it just looked weird. Yeah. It looks weird like the end of RoboCop where where he's falling out of the building and his arms look like they're 10 feet long each. Yes. Where it's just like, it looks cool, but it's just a little bit off for some it's reason. just a little off. <laughs> yep. I agree. Um, so <laughs> this, this part is fucked up. <laughs> this is the end where uh, Gabriel tries to justify the fact that he's murdered this little girl's parents. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of a bad dream. You you, you uh, bopped your head. <laughs> you bopped your head. Oh, by the way, your parents had decided that it was best for you to not live with them and that they were going to go far away and change their names and move to an island where they'll be happier. But it's cool. They left me with a ton of money to give to this stranger you just met five minutes ago to, 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 to so fly the, you back across the ocean to Boston. Yep. And uh, and it's all written here in this note. Can I see that note? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Throws it into the fire. <laughs> oh. That's that's not going to hold up in a court of law. But probably the stuff about murderous dolls isn't going to hold up in a court of law either. No. You know, to be fair, they're not dead. They're just dolls. <laughs> so uh, he tells them that they can stay as long as they like. You know, you can hang out here if you want to. There's so many dolls you could play with. And they're like, you know what? Fuck this. <laughs> and uh, and she's like, okay. She hugs and kisses her dad, who actually, like, it's almost like he learned his lesson here. Because he says, goodbye, kiddo. Yeah. And she's like, oh, the dad, dad doll. The dad doll, like, yes. yes. Um, and they run off to Ralph's car. And then she's like, wait. Here you should have Teddy, and she donates Teddy to the to the. You'd family. be happier here. Yeah, and I think I understand your point. I I thought that she was literally like, Teddy wants to be with the dolls. I think this is a good place for mm-hmm. him, and then now I realize that it's more. I'm fucking terrified of this. Now I'm fucking terrified of my my teddy bear. Yep, I I agree. And uh, I also just want to bring up the point here, too, where we see um, Ralph's car. <laughs> it's like this, like, two-seater roadster, like, antique roadster. Like, how did he pick up those two girls with all of their bags? Like, nothing would fit in that car. They would have to have been literally laying on top of that car like saddlebags. Yep. That's the only way they would have fit in that car. And you know what else I think would have been a... So we have this scene where, you know, she gives Teddy to the old couple and says her goodbyes and she jumps into Ralph's car with him and they start driving off through the field because uh, yes. there is no road to this house. They're just driving through wood. It's so... No wonder you got fucking stuck. You were driving through a fucking cornfield. through a cornfield. Yes, just for real. <laughs> I thought it would have been a cool visual here if she looked back and she saw the old people waving and Teddy was his giant nine foot Teddy again waving I with them. I would have killed for that. Yes. 
<laughs> that would have been the best. Yep. But we didn't oh, get that. Oh my god. Oh, this movie, such a fucking delight. It's super fun. It, it, I like that it's it's. And there's questions it's that we have, but I don't thing. care. It's its own thing. This movie is like, there are no other movies like this. No. Like, when they made Puppet Master, like, they were ripping this off to a to a degree that is insane, and yet still don't even come close to touching what the plot is about. Yeah. Like, you would think that Puppet Master is just like a carbon copy of this so that they could kind of move the rights around. So it's like, oh, let's cut out these guys that were involved so that all the rights stay with Charles Band. <laughs> it's fun. and it, But it's not. Dolls is not Puppet Master. No, but like Puppet Master, I do have questions on the dolls' motives. So we, we kind of learned that... Yeah. All, we kind of learned that all the dolls are people that have been suckered into having to stay at their house. Oh, yeah. we didn't mention that during the credits scene. Oh, we see another family get stuck in the mud. <laughs> and they're another family of scumbags because you see them beating their kids. Yeah. So it's just like, okay, this is all going to happen again. So but we so we know that all the dolls in the house are, are bastard parents or just not even parents, just jerks. Just monsters. Just jerks yeah. that just assholes. Yeah. They, and they say that in the end, too. Like, we give everybody a sporting chance yeah. to be good. But most people blow it, you know? Yeah. So... So the dolls are killing the other people now, but the dolls, like, know... Do they know that they were the four... Yes, they do, because the dad and the mom look at each other. He says, like, so the dolls know who they are. Yes. So why are they killing all the other people instead of, like, warning them to go away? Or why aren't they killing the elderly couple there to get revenge because they're pissed that they're stuck as dolls forever? Like, well, I that's, mean, that's a weird question that that's, I have. That's definitely a, a situation where they are controlling them like they are think so? oh a hundred percent like they can't do anything without the they're they're pretty much at the the beck and call of this elderly couple but they know who they okay they understand that they're being punished but they can only they can only do what they're what they're bid to do gotcha like i don't think that they have any choice that's why they they have even that like hostage look where it's like they can't move. Mm-hmm. They're kind of like stuck to the wall and they're moving their heads. Like their bodies don't move of their own accord. Uh, like their brains are functioning, but they're just kind of stuck there yep. unless the old people want them to do something. And so I think it's, I think because they're both clearly witches of some description, this is some sort of, you know, their job is to punish bad parents. Yep. You know, because obviously I think. I think the the scumbags that robbed the house in the last one mm-hmm. were just like, eh, you know, that's that's just a, a side effect. They weren't even they weren't important to this story. It was mostly about making sure that somebody who was a bad parent, because part of his like right before he says we give everybody a sporting chance, he says um, being a parent is a privilege. Yep. And he's like, so it seems like that's kind of their M.O. is like to punish bad parents. Gotcha. That's that's my take. Yep. Um, and bad parents with kids are just always getting stuck in that mud puddle in the cornfield. <laughs> like, ever die. It's, yeah, it is. They I are mean, just, judging by the amount of dolls in there, they have they have performed their shrink ceremony thousands of times. Thousands <laughs> of times. And, I mean, who knows how many get killed each time somebody comes in, too. You know, like this one, they suffered, you know, 25 doll casualties mm-hmm. at least. Oh, yeah. Jeez. So, you know, this one set them back. Yep, and they only got four new ones. Yeah. 
So hopefully that this next family isn't quite as uppity and don't fight mm. back as hard, or else they're really going to just keep shrinking in number. That's yep. going to be a bummer. Luckily, they have Teddy, who I think <laughs> is going to be very helpful in uh, in murdering people from here on. Is he, though? Because he's, unless they can magic a body into it. Because he's not like a... Well, that's... <laughs> he's just a generic toy. He's not one of their shrunk down magics. So, that's the other problem, is that are are all toys like this? Because that... All the toys remember, uh, remember Ralph. Yep. You know, like... <laughs> There's some, there's some blending of some weird magical shit there's going on. Tons of on. toys around here, dude. Let's crack one open and see if there's a body inside. <laughs> I'm gonna smash it. I'm smashing this Tinky Winky that keeps moving. <laughs> Guys, give me the stink eye this whole podcast. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, tubby custard. So that was dolls. Those fucking dolls. Dolls is dope. Fucking dolls, bro. <laughs> Dolls, bro. It's fucking dolls, bro. Uh, Unfortunately, man. this was a dud. Like, yeah. I mean, uh, box office wise, like it's crazy to me. Yep, it failed. It flopped, which is probably why we don't have a dolls sequel. Apparently, there was one proposed, and uh, yeah, it was gonna happen, but it got canceled. Yep, it's too bad. It's really too bad because it is such a it. <sighs> It's such a special movie. I And it's also funny because I was like, we got to do Dolls. This is like a classic that everybody knows this fucking movie. Yep. It's like, this is one of my favorite movies. And and I was like, all right, Matt, just find it wherever it is. You know, it's probably streaming somewhere. <laughs> and you were like, nope, nope it's not streaming anywhere. I uh, it's, it's, it's funny, too, because uh, unbeknownst to that we were doing this or anything, uh, a buddy of mine knew that I was looking out for this movie. And he just contacted me. He was just like, hey, I, I got a copy of Dolls for sale if you want it. I was like, yes, I do. Oh, nice. That's <laughs> so, awesome. Yeah, I got the tape coming to me now, but uh, you know, I did not get here in time for this, so I had to borrow your DVD. Yes, and it's a fancy DVD. I didn't realize how fancy it was. It has, it's got two sides. It's got two sides. It's got commentary that I didn't listen to. I did not either. <laughs> I wish I had. But, yeah, Um I'm going to. I'm definitely... Now that I realize yeah. it had commentary... I was running so behind. I just watched it for the first time last night. Not, not the movie for the first time, but the first time in years. Yeah, just last yeah. night, and I kind of did a rush job this afternoon. Yeah. Watching yeah. it again. Yeah, me too. This was definitely... <laughs> this was a rush job, and it's also one of those... There's something about doing this podcast when it's a movie that is flawless. Yeah, it's hard. To <laughs> me, this movie is one of the most perfect movies mm-hmm. of this era and I just like it's again even like I, I even like I was saying like who are their motivations or their I've got these how would the hitchhikers fit I don't care right. like yeah. those problems don't bother me no no the, any any of the problems there's a with couple this movie weird little things problems. but like exactly who gives a shit <laughs> I mean admittedly like one of the worst effects problems in this movie was that scene in the big doll room after they have this incredibly expensive really gorgeous stop motion scene then they're like oh no the doll's by the the door and they're just on planks of wood and they're bouncing (laughs) it's like you know what fuck it i don't care i do not care because it's also creepy yeah because the fact that they're just weird little vibrating dolls is creepy as shit too (laughs) so yeah no high marks uh, I will I will watch this another million times. Yep. So, thank you guys for listening. 
I appreciate it. It's always a longer podcast when we hate something, but uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, next time we'll watch something a little worse. Maybe another puppet master. No, we won't <laughs> no. do no, no. Too many, too many puppets and dolls too in a row. Too many little people in a too, row. Yeah, we'll do something. We'll do something. We a little gotta less. watch something with giants now. Yes, I don't know what that is. Axe giant. Okay, that's a movie. Is it? Yeah, it's a legend of Paul Bunyan. He's a giant axe. It's good. Okay. Uh, I don't know that that's what we're going to do. So I'm going to watch. Okay. <laughs> you can follow us at Funbugs Monster Podcast, and you can purchase things from CoastCityComics.com, which is a thing that I would like you to do. It helps us do this thing because it kind of costs us time and money and whatnot. So it's it's a, it's a the best way to uh, to help me make back my, my investment on my time and stuff is just... If you were going to buy a comic from someplace, why not buy it from me? And you if you're going to buy a t-shirt from someplace, why not buy it from me? And if you're going to buy this freaking weird-ass Teletubby up here. You know what? Don't buy that Teletubby. It's <laughs> Is that even on the website? No. <laughs> just, just, he doesn't. DM for, the, DM for the Teletubby. No, he won't He won't let me put him on the website. That's don't, why he's... Don't, don't address him directly. <laughs> don't look him in the eye. He's looking at you again. Oh, God. Oh, God, he's looking at you. Uh, okay. Oh, hey. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>